This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the Rat Hour Podcast. Check it out if you're into discussions about seasonal fruit, hard-hitting political analysis, and discussions about recent Marvel shows of which I cannot remember the name. Actually, just for you listeners, I'll give you a preview of next week's Rat Hour episode. Okay, well, if you want to find out what that's all about, make sure you tune into the Rat Hour, part of the Tube Podcast Network. Okay, let's start the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two. What's up, everybody? We are a Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Today's topic is our Top 3 Sandwiches. Before we start, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends, subscribe, give us a rating and review, follow us on social media at a Top 3 Podcast, check the episode description for a link. You can leave your own Top 3 in the comments when we post our episodes, and we will talk about it. And keep your eyes out for listener top three calls because we do read and react to your top threes on the show as well. Again, check our episode description for links to our various pages. Joining me today, Dave Jackson, is Aaron Angle. Sup? Alan Nichols. Hi, everybody. Fan favorite Bloodbath McGrath. What's up, motherfuckers? That's what? <laughs> Today, we're talking about sandwiches. <laughs> Bloodbath just broke the internet. <laughs> I gotta chill. Uh, and joining us for the second time, uh, Mrs. Bath, Madame Blood, Jamie. What's up, I Jamie? Mean, I can't I can't divorce him now. No. That's right. <laughs> Here for life. <laughs> He's too badly now. <laughs> Fuck bloodbath. Jesus, dude. Uh all right. So again, uh today's topic is our top three sandwiches. If this is your first <laughs> time listening, uh we've all chosen our top three. We are going to take turns going around. Everyone says their third, and then everyone says their second, their first, and then lightning round honorable mentions at the end. Um, today's topic, top three sandwiches, has a few things that we're excluding. Uh, we are not counting chicken sandwiches like no Chick-fil-A in this episode. That's a totally different top three. Um, be ready for that because that's coming, baby. Top three chicken sandwiches. And... No burgers on this list either. That I feel like burgers are a whole other ball game as well. Um, I will say that sandwiches uh, invite 
the topic of what is a sandwich invites a certain amount of bullshit from a certain percent of the population. <laughs> so I swear to God, if any of you guys pull any of that shit, I will turn this car around. Okay. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I completely missed what you were saying because I had to be myself because I'm still been laughing about what I said. Bloodbath came out hot in this episode. We got to keep that momentum up. So uh, I'm going to get us started with my number three, uh, my number three favorite sandwich. And this one goes out to everybody who, like me, is an alum of the Ohio State University. This is an Ohio State institution, PJ's Sandwiches. Mm. And my number three sandwich is called the Fat Bitch. Nice. So let me uh, let me read off what's in the fat bitch sandwich. The fat bitch is a sub style sandwich with buffalo chicken, French fries, mac and cheese wedges, mozzarella sticks, and ranch dressing all on the sandwich. <laughs> and for two years in uh, in college, I lived one block away from this restaurant. <laughs> I drank a lot and I smoked a lot of weed and went to this restaurant at least every other weekend. Every time I came to Ohio State, I was like, yo, I'm having a lot of fun watching college girls dance around to no clothes, but bro, when are we getting PJs, dog? Yeah, What's happening? For sure. I'll go I'll go wait for four <laughs> hours. I do not care. It was like like I when I went to OU and it was like, yo, I mean, we're having fun, but we're getting DP dough, right? <laughs> what a dude DP dough's in Columbus now, man. It is, yeah, Crazy. it is, but it wasn't at the time. So, anyway, they just opened a DP dough's in Charleston, too. <laughs> Fattest city in the world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone, uh, anyone who's ever had PJ's, um, knows what this is all about. This is like the ultimate drunk food at PJ's. Um, and yeah, like I said, at least twice a month. Probably more often than that. Uh, one time I saw my roommate and good friend Greg Caster eat two and a half of these sandwiches in one sitting. Holy <laughs> dude, that's a little dude, man. Yeah, <laughs> Greg could uh, Greg could put him down. So, that's so gross, man. That's my number three, uh, the fat bitch at PJ's. But like they they have they have legit like 25 sandwiches like this that are just like full of like an entire fast food menu inside of a bun and my uh, favorite do you, does it have go ahead, Bill Beth. did you mention hush, hush hush puppies does it have is that the one that's got hush puppies that on was it too? uh that was the other one we talked about um in our group chat yeah. that one was called the yeah. fat juggernaut and that had that's chicken it. tenders and banana peppers and hush puppies and curly fries barbecue okay. sauce and ranch dressing <laughs> i just you can so, say and 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i like aaron every time i came to hang out with you in columbus i would always get pjs at the end of the night yeah um and it was a it, like greatest thing in the world i could walk out your back door and like go through that go through an alley and like just be at pjs um Menu is great. I think the fat bitch is the only sandwich I've ever had from there. I think they have one that's got pizza sauce. So maybe I've had that one, but like, yeah, yeah, dude, they for sure uh, do. And they, I concur. That's an amazing sandwich. Like as soon as someone brought that up in the group chat, I was like, oh, dude, why didn't I think of that? Um, yeah. Also, I just want to set the stage for anybody who hasn't uh, heard of PJ's or is not from Columbus or and doesn't know what we're talking about. Um, 
restaurant, it's just a little carryout. I think they've got like two tables in there. It's like in a little like you know, sort of hole in the wall spot. It's not they, big dude, correct, for how busy it yeah, gets. Correct me if I'm wrong. So they're open till like four or five in the morning. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. Like, aren't they also like a state store? Like, because they can sell bottles of liquor to people. Um, I don't think beer. I don't remember them selling beer. liquor. They for sure sold. Uh, they for sure sold like bowls and pipes and shit there. And, Dude, I remember uh, sold, like, you, solo, you could, I remember they sold solo cups so like you could go back to your yeah. apartment and play beer pong and, while you're eating no, your and cigarettes bit. too. You could order like a combination that was like, hey, you can get a sandwich, a drink, and a sandwich, <laughs> a beer, and a cigarette. And I was like, that <laughs> that's very cool. The most Ohio sounding place I've ever heard. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is. It is a. It's a. It is the Midwest in a sandwich, basically. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that place would deliver a case of beer if you got like a delivery order. Um. So I'm yeah. Sure. PJ's. Uh. Yeah. Like another part about PJ's. Like when we were there, I don't think it opened until like 5 p.m. Like you couldn't go there for lunch. They would not let you disrespect your body like that. It had to be like late at night. No, no, we want you to come in here and spend money, uh, more money later. So we're not going to yeah. put you out at 5 p.m. Yeah, for sure. So actually my my go-to order at PJ's when I was in college was one of these sandwiches, but also a big ass thing of fries covered in like nacho cheese at the same time. So a total mystery why I used to be a fat boy. See, like, I think that's kind of like the whole point of PJ's, though, is that you don't have to get the fries with it, man. It's you don't have whole to, but they were really fucking good. Yeah, I got the fries also. They're very good. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the sandwich, too. I'm aware of that. Right. Yeah, You get your I, sides all on the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. See, Alan, you're 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 thinking like a uh, person who has a healthy relationship with food would think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think like you actually live in West Virginia for a second. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my number three. Uh, shout out to anyone who ever had PJs at Ohio State. I got to they're still open, by the way. I checked next time I'm in Columbus. I got to nice. hit up PJs. Um, say, but what is P- what does PJ stand for? Uh, it's like someone's name, PJ. <laughs> Paul Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. I was curious. It stands for it stands for Prince Junior, like Freddie Prince okay. Junior. Stands <laughs> for pajamas because it's the only thing that's gonna fit after you eat there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that seems the most reasonable answer. All right, my number three is a bagel bite sandwich. Oh, All right, so it's when you take four hundred bagel bites and you mash them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, so my number three. My real number three is a sandwich that I make on my own, right? It's a, it's basically a roast beef sandwich, um, but you use potato bread, hummus, roast beef, and pre-cooked bacon, and it is the fucking shit. Like, I'm one of those people that when I was in high school, like, you know, I was, you know, people were like, you should try hummus. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. But the older I got, the more I started really getting into it. And uh, what I will say is when you make this sandwich, you use uh, like thick cut roast beef, uh, use just regular hummus and specifically in what I also think is the best sandwich bread you can just like buy for under a couple bucks, potato bread, like potato bread to me makes the best uh, bread for any sandwiches that you can like make at your house, like whatever. Uh, But personally, potato bread, hummus, roast beef, pre-cooked bacon, best sandwich, untoasted, cold. 
that's my number three because when you, you know when you, I I always have hummus, I always have thick cut roast beef, I always have potato bread. I don't always have pre cooked bacon, but like sometimes I do. But that's my go to sandwich I can make at my house for lunch. Number three. Nice. I love Potato that bread. thick cut roast beef is one of Aaron's fridge staples. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, bro, I, I'll pay like eight dollars for a half pound. Like, I don't give a fuck. Some people, some people are like, yeah, you know, I always keep some carrots. I always keep some uh, some mayonnaise, some apples in the fridge. You know, uh, you know, maybe some yogurt. But uh, Aaron's like, no, some. I got thick cut roast beef at all times. At thick all cut, times, thick cut roast beef. Bagel bites, pizza lunchables, all the time. <laughs> Ladies, I'll feed you. I will feed you. Dude, I legit thought you were gonna be serious about making some kind of pizza bite bagel sandwich. <laughs> I, know. I was yeah, just I know. like, Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, disgusting. <laughs> so did Dave. Like we, you can't see Dave, but Dave put his hands over his eyes, like he just saw somebody compound fracture th their leg. Yeah, yeah. it was, was. It's the same so amount. Mad. It's the same he amount was, of mental trauma. He has never been more disappointed in me. <laughs> like I, I, I was prepared to take that bit like for four or five minutes, but I but was like, oh, saw, Dave, Dave's gonna what it was fucking doing throw to up. Uh, but yeah, that's a good call, hummus dude. on a sandwich. Uh, Weirdly, yeah. like the best shit ever. And like I said, potato bread, man. Like potato bread's my shit. Like I, I don't buy bread unless it's potato bread. Like I, I, that's just what it uh, is for me. Hum the hummus on the sandwich is actually not weird to me. Um, there is a uh, food truck in the greater Miami Valley area called Zombie Dogs, and they're amazing. They sell yeah, uh, they are dogs. awesome, man sell hot dogs and they put a whole bunch of like crazy ingredients on them and one of them i mean i'm gonna butcher it because they they have so many different varieties um but one of them had you know like it was the hot dog and like onions and uh maybe like buffalo chicken dip and then like hummus or something like that it was fantastic so uh i am not a stranger to putting hummus on uh random items it's uh pretty good so yeah I feel you works there. for sure hummus, yeah hummus is pretty versatile i agree agreed um, Alan, what is your number three? My number three is the thick cut fried bologna sandwich from Sam's Uptown Cafe. Um, <laughs> Dave did the opposite of what he did when I made my joke. I got <laughs> really moving, excited. Like, he got super hyped. Like my dick moved a little bit when I heard that. I could... I can definitely understand why. I mean, so this is, um, I, I, I love fried bologna sandwiches. I grew up eating fried bologna sandwiches. Um, and bologna is actually he grew up in Mississippi. In yeah, yeah, I guess I did. I grew up in Mississippi. Um, so, but this is like half inch thick bologna and it's fried almost, almost black. Like to where the edges have that, they cut the edges so it stays flat and everything. But uh, but it's really crispy and thick on the outer edges of, of the bologna. They grill the bun and butter the bun for you. It's delicious. It comes lettuce, tomato, some hot sauce. I always have them put some jalapeno on it. Um, also, I've had it with Swiss cheese and some other types they offer. Either Swiss cheese or no cheese, though. So, I mean, but I don't, I don't know if you guys 
have eaten a fried bologna sandwich. Dave, obviously, I guess, has at one point yeah. or another. Dude, I've never had one from there, but fried bologna is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. The, yeah. Last, oh, time, the, last, time, the last time I went to West Virginia and we hung out, uh, we went to some place and got a big-ass fried bologna sandwich, and it was great. Oh, did we go... Did we go to Sam's or did we go to uh was I we went to place out, the market. out by that big ass bridge we went to? Oh, that's right. We did go down down by uh the New River Gorge. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, no fried bologna sandwich. You can find them in restaurants around here. It was a yeah. a weird thing to see, but <laughs> great. You know? Sure. Fattest city in the US on comp what he keeps is that legit keep saying uh, that fattest city it's like it's like one of those it, the fattest state i think we're like either 50 49 48 something like that um well, but, I'm, you, you bring know. the average down because you're tiny yeah uh, exactly, exactly. Fried, i'm pulling that down fried, fried bologna is is definitely unusual for a menu at a restaurant but uh you know, not in west virginia good. it's not it's not yeah, fried bologna is great. Um, it's like, it's like, like an Appalachian Southern thing, you know. Um, it's pretty common. Yeah. It was common down south, and it's it's common here. Hot dogs are super popular here too. Super weenie. That's our local. That's my local hot dog place. Super weenie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, bloodbath. What is your number three sandwich? All right. So, uh, disclaimer right off the bat. Um, Amy and I, I believe, uh, have decided uh, that we are not mentioning any sandwiches that we personally sell to people. Uh, oh, we from did. where? I don't know. I'm just saying that <laughs> about myself. At least I wasn't going to pick any subhouse like staples just because, like, I personally, I don't know. I just didn't want to do that. But you do. You. I mean, I'm not picking them because I live off them. I'm yeah. done. So. Yeah, that's like a thing too. It's like I, I eat them so much. Like I, I'm just not going to pick anything. So uh, I just want to get that out there. So my number three is uh, a croquet, Madame. You're so bougie. <laughs> You're so or, bougie. Or a or a uh, uh, Miss uh, Miss Egg. Um, also, like side note, like can we go on a tangent just for a minute? Jamie really uh, has an issue with uh, the way I pronounce French uh, words and phrases. I can't um, see why. Yeah, she's it's right. An ongoing. It's an ongoing issue with us. Um, <laughs> do you want to say anything? No, I'm good. You're taking care of it all on your own. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying she's <laughs> she's right. Uh, that uh, we were watching uh, on TV one day. Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It was like the third sequel. And it's uh, the Tomatoes Eat Paris. And it like came up the French subtitle is like Lace Tomates Francaise Munch Munch. And I like <laughs> I said that for like for like five okay, years. But here's the thing. Do you hear their reaction right now? <laughs> five years. Yeah, yeah, I don't what, how am I saying it wrong? What are you talking about? What is um, Lay's Timots on Francais Le Manche so Manche? So it's, 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 it's a fried <laughs> tomato like sandwich. That. That's what you no, 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 no. That's what you no. sound like for sure. All right. So I guess I pronounce French words strangely to her. I don't, I don't know what to everyone is. to everyone. Okay, I'm getting to it. My <laughs> sandwich is a, a croquet. 
My my number three is a croquet madame. It is madame. It is essentially <laughs> it is basically a grilled ham and cheese with uh, bechamel. bechamel. Uh, so it's a grilled ham and cheese with cheese sauce, and then you put a fried egg on it. Yeah, that sounds, sounds fucking great. spectacular. Yeah, sounds uh, good. Usually, usually you use like Swiss or Gruyere. And then you make a, a bechamel uh, with um, either Parmesan or like some more Swiss cheese. Put that on there. You grill it. You basically make like French toast, but instead of uh, like a the batter is cheese and uh, throw some ham on there, grill it up and then throw your egg on top. Uh, I don't think there's any restaurants that really like sell it. So I couldn't really like use any as, as an example. It's just something I've made at home and it's awesome. And it is bougie. It's like, the like cheese sauce like definitely puts it on a level where you're just like, oh man, like I don't feel good now, but yeah, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, your, but you're not sandwich, stopping. Your sandwich is kind oh. of bougie anytime a like an advanced sauce gets involved, like a bechamel or something. <laughs> just a little milk, a little flour, and I mean it, cheese. Like there you go. It's, it's not, not like su- it's not super difficult, but like you have to make a bechamel sauce. It takes like a little while to make one. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not, you know, a cold sandwich with, like, pre-cooked bacon. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like how you went funny... at me, like, you're not using Speedway nacho cheese for this sandwich. <laughs> I'm not, dude. Like, I just told you, you put some milk in the pan with some flour and some cheese yeah. in it. makes this, Like, I'm That's just saying. <laughs> Speedway nacho cheese, too, dog. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if nobody's ever, I was one, a pedestrian and you came at me. That's <laughs> <up, dude. laughs> well, like it's because you're specifically were like pre-cooked bacon. And I was just like, I mean, you could just have like a pack of bacon and like cook a couple strips to put on your sandwich, bro. I'd have to make them cold first. Why can't I just get pre-cooked bacon, <laughs> put them in? I like cold sandwiches. I don't know what to tell you. Let's uh, let's not sand- let's not yours? let's not sandwich shame and unless someone like truly like truly so gets into some bullshit like I think hey. we're all we're all on the Dave, same page here so far. Dave, sandwich shaming is my shame. I did that wrong. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that bloodbath's French pronunciation sounds like uh like if i was if i was speaking spanish and just said like yo quiero taco bell like that <laughs> poor, poor, poor favor yeah Dude, i've like legit practiced it and like i don't hear it the way you, like every time someone like says it back to how i'm saying it i don't hear it that way at all i think i'm saying it spot on that's a question. yeah, yeah. I, I think you should go on youtube have you ever seen that episode of friends sorry go on listen there. to a french person speak <laughs> yeah, then then do that and not do what you do, and you'll be uh, fine. Yes, uh, Garcon, I will take a croque monsieur. <laughs> can no. I have the Can I have the East Cargot? <laughs> poor, poor favor. <laughs> poor favor. <laughs> um, Jamie, what uh, <laughs> what's your number three? I'm dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, he picked really bougie ham and cheese sandwich. Mine, honestly, my number three, I just put down ham and Swiss melt. Hell yeah. 
Right. Oh yeah. Is there a specific one you like, or uh, do you make the best one? I, mean, I I make them at home. I just we have a panini press. I all my sandwiches on my list are hot sandwiches. Like I don't mind a cold sandwich, but I mean you know. Um, but yeah, I just like you got for that. You got to get like a really crispy bread with it, like just really flaky. And something about just like how sweet ham is with like Swiss cheese, like just something about it to me. I just really like that like combination. I'll put like a spicy brown mustard with it. Like I'm set. The panini press is such an underrated invention. I also have one of those and it's the like I make quesadillas and shit on it. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So easy and it just makes like such a better sandwich. Like. Telling me nothing. Yeah, and it's a good point you made about um, needing the right kind of bread. Like a sandwich, especially like one that's not like covered in cheese or like the the PJ sandwich, which is just like an abomination in general. Like for a respectable sandwich, <laughs> to God. you got you got to have you got to have the right bread. Nice. I mean, ab- I use abomination in a loving way. I mean. It is it is a slap in the face of God to put an entire meal in one sandwich, but <laughs> a thing of beauty and a thing of horror <laughs> from the depths. I think you'd be proud of us for putting chicken tenders and mac and cheese and French fries on a bun. Oh, you're, like... you're probably right. God would be like, "Shit, they figured it out." Like, what do I do now? <laughs> He's like, "Well, th- thank God I love America so much. I'll let it slide." Um. <laughs> But I'm I'm trying to say that like for a lot of sandwiches that we're going to be talking about, having the right kind of bread is what like takes it up. Crucial. Crucial. Takes it up a level. Yep. Agreed. No, like and I would even say that like I like even my number three, like if I made that same sandwich with a different kind of bread, it probably wouldn't be my number three. You know, true. Good three. Um, Let's go to number twos then. Um, my number two is um, just any Reuben sandwich. Um, yeah, Reubens are fucking killer, good dude. Choice. Speaking of mm-hmm. speaking of sandwiches that need the right kind of bread, you have to have a good bread on a Reuben. Um, and so, like, when I go to a new restaurant, if they have a Reuben on the menu, like, I will like ninety percent of the time just get the Reuben. Because I know, like, if this restaurant is any good, their Reuben's just going to be fucking great. It's kind of like yeah. the test. Yeah. Um, the best I've had in the U.S. is at Katzinger's in Columbus. Uh, it's like a I literally just there. Say that. Yeah, Katzinger's is the shit. Um, and uh, there's a, for all of our Korean listeners, um, there's a place called Salt House in Seoul that makes an incredible Reuben, which, like, Sandwiches like deli sandwiches like that are really hard to find in Korea, and that one's worth going to. But yeah, a Reuben is like my go-to new restaurant, like a bar that has sandwiches or like a deli. Just get a Reuben. If this place is is worth anything at all, it's going to be great. All right, I have two quick things I want to say. One, I went to the uh, root beer stand uh, last weekend. And they had a Reuben dog that I had never seen there before. So I bought one and it was Mm -hmm. fucking awesome. Uh, Secondly, and this really speaks to me as a human being, uh, when I was on my uh, uh, dining hall pass while I was at OU, uh, 
the dining hall that I that was closest to me, they always had Rubens and they always had like pieces of baked fish. So I would always get a Reuben and then take the piece of baked fish and put it inside of the Reuben and eat it. And it was so fucking good, dude. And Dave's like laughing, but he's like, I got to try me a fish Reuben, dude. dude the wheels, the wheels are spinning up top right now. Gr- so it's, to figure it, out. it's so good. They dude. made they made great grouper Rubens down in Florida, but my question is <laughs> you put oh, shit. you put the fish in with the corned beef. Correct. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the part that gets me. I mean, I get the fish Ruben. I'm on board, a, man. I'm all you're giving I'm all PJs in Columbus some new ideas. <laughs> I should be the sand I should be a sandwich guy. Yeah. Oh man. PJ's is writing down, huh? Corned beef, Reuben, Russian dressing, sauerkraut, uh, fried fish, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> fucking throw but, some mac and cheese wedges in but there. All like OU dining hall ingredients. It worked yeah. out specifically <laughs> that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh I'm going to save my comments for later. Okay. Let's move on then. Um to Aaron, your number two. All right. My number two is a Penn Station Philly cheesesteak. Good. I'm glad yeah. someone brought up a cheesesteak and more specifically Penn Station. And he- here's what's fucked up is the Penn Station cheesesteak is the first cheesesteak I've ever had in my life. Uh, and I have never had a cheesesteak since then that I thought was that good. So people were like, Oh, you know, like you got to have a Philly cheesesteak from Philadelphia uh, to really know what it tastes like. So uh, when COVID broke out, I was doing a lot of these like I was just ordering like food on the Internet. Right. Uh, And so like there's this one I saw on Facebook that was like, if you want a really Philadelphia style cheesecake, you got to get it from us. And uh, I ordered it and it was fucking gross. Um but uh, the Penn Station Philly cheesesteak, they have the uh, best sautéed mushrooms of any sandwich, of any, like, chain sandwich shop. Uh, the best sautéed uh, onions. I always get extra sautéed mushrooms and extra sautéed uh, onions uh, every time I get it. And Penn Station has a lot of good sandwiches, but I've gotten to that point in my life where I'm like, I- I'm not getting, if I'm going somewhere, I'm getting like the absolute best thing regardless of variety. Um, and so I always get that. I, I, they also have a really good chicken teriyaki uh, sandwich, which is really good. And I don't know if it technically counts as a sub because it was at Penn Station. I kind of felt like subs probably counted. Um, but uh, the Penn Station Philly cheesesteak is so fucking good and there's not there it's 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 literally perfect and uh i actually like uh, in preparation for this top three i got a penn station uh philly cheese on my way home from work uh and i'm gonna eat it afterwards so uh number two (laughs) penn station philly cheese dude i suck (laughs) i uh i (laughs) love the penn station philly cheesesteak too I always got it with Dijon mustard on it. It was like a, it cuts through like the cheese and stuff. Some, it's really, sometimes. really good. I usually just go, I, I usually just go mayo. Uh, and I, I, I don't really like uh, green peppers on it. Uh, uh, sometimes, you know, I, I don't like it on it from Penn station. I just used to go mushrooms, onions, steak, all double. And then mayonnaise. Well, so- we're go ahead, Alan. So you're you're saying, Aaron, then that this is the first 
and only cheesesteak that you've had that you like. No, I've liked other ones, but not nearly uh, the, as much this, as I, I but not yeah. not as much as this. Not like any of it. Like and anyone in, anyone involved in this podcast makes or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't realize Bubba had been all silent. Here's what I'll say. Yeah, you dumb stuff. shit. All right. So here, here's what I'll say about the uh, subhouse Felici is it's very good. It is good. You know what's also good? You suck in my dick. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie mad. All right, I'm done being nice. Uh, I'll so- give you this. Penn Station's bread is fucking killer. That is like the best bread ever for like any sandwich. Like it is it is good. Love Penn Station bread. I I don't know whether to be honest or friendly here. So I'm gonna end this real quick, being like Penn Station cheesesteak number two. <laughs> Um, hey, what was it? I just had a really good cheesesteak this week. Um, it had it. Uh, Alan was a, out here a, trifling, trying to start all <laughs> sorts of trouble. <laughs> Only, I, then I'm going to talk about my cheesesteak, bro. No, I, it, I, had a, I had a cheese. I went on a bourbon tasting thing this week, and uh, it came with four courses, and they matched bourbon to it. And the first course was uh, cheesesteak, which is also kind of funny. But it came with what this. bourbon did they match to it? I gotta know. Just out it of was curiosity, a, do you it remember? was actually a wheat whiskey. Um, Interesting. All right, fair enough. And uh, but it came with this Vietnamese pho dip, and it was just like real fucking good. So mm-hmm. that's Sounds the whole good. story. Uh, only the only comment I'm gonna make is just simply that, like, feel like anything I say is super biased, but you know. <laughs> Agreed. I've had, I've had, I've had the Penn Station cheesesteak. I'm legit, like, not even like trying to be like a hater. Like, I just don't like it. You're wrong. I like, I like their, <laughs> I, I like their I don't other. Know how you can taste that and say you don't like it? It's, yeah, it's, I, I agree. It makes no know. sense, dude. Blood yeah, That sounds just like nothing but bias. I think, but whatever. I think, I think you guys just like the fact that they like butter their bread. But anyway, butter is fucking delicious, had, man. I've had I've had other sandwiches that they make and like it's it's good like I I mean uh, they have a like pizza sub or yeah like they have like a grilled pizza sub that's good they have a bloodbath is on blue. so bad bloodbath is yeah. so so bad I'm not mad at about anything they have a cord on blue that's Listen really good it. um this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Submarine House uh, <laughs> oh damn it you be don't I like. Just in general, though, like I don't like no matter what the sandwich is, I don't, I don't think bread's okay. I don't think it's anything special, but that's just me. Um, I mean, you know, good pick. I mean, I, I, like I said, I wasn't, there was no way I was gonna put a cheesesteak up there. Bloodbath's about to cry. This is fucked up, Alan. You started something. I tried my best to avoid (laughs) starting. Dude, I am, I am beyond secure. You explicitly made the cut. You explicitly made the comment, Aaron. You put it out there because, like you yeah. said, you're you're a lightning pole or a lightning rod of human aggression. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Here's I mean, what I will just... say: is is every Aaron time is I heel. get subhouse, every time he I is. get subhouse, I get their Philly cheesesteak. It's really good. Next time you get it, it's gonna have my dick on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pensation does that too, but the dick is bigger. <laughs> Let me tell a quick uh, cheesesteak story while we're on the subject. I'm not sure if we'll come back to it later. Um, I went to a cheesesteak restaurant in Seoul 
um, a couple years ago. And it was this guy who like, is just one guy making cheesesteaks in this small restaurant. And we got these like subs, we got these cheesesteaks and he, he gave them to us and we like went to go grab it. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. And then he gave us these detailed instructions of how to eat it. And he was like, you start at this end and eat in this direction. Okay. Left to right <laughs> like that, because he had lined up different kinds of cheese in order of like different intensities. And he oh was my like, God, that sounds so good, dude. He was like, I have this, he, I, like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he had like designed this voyage through cheese of this in this sub. And it was incredible. Yeah. This, oh my God. This guy the idea the of a cheesesteak, like, like you saw that, like, uh, Euro Dreams of Sushi. Like, just imagine there's <laughs> yeah, a, like there's a guy, guy out there, but with cheesesteaks. Like, guy, he's, he's going to like the provolone cheese market at three in the bro, morning. Bro, you got to get shit. him on the pod. Yeah. You got to get him on the pod, dog. Got to get yeah. him. <laughs> Sadly, his restaurant didn't survive the pandemics. I hope he starts ah, up again soon. That's uh, legit the saddest thing yeah. I've heard this year about COVID. But like, I'm going to keep, oh I'm God, gonna keep the memory of that guy and his passion for cheesesteaks alive. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move it to uh, let's move to Alan. Your number two. Uh, my number two is the Euro from Schwarmaholic in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, Euros are so fucking good, yeah. dude. Solid. Oh, it's, it's spectacular. Um, so Schwarmaholic is just like this little hole in the wall place. It's about the size of PJs. They have a couple indoor tables, but it's real. It's like a quick service restaurant. You go and you order your stuff and you get out. Um, but they make all their food fresh every day. Um, so they have like this oiled and grilled flatbread that they wrap it in. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and then they obviously they have the what do they what do they call it? The vert vertical the roasters. Sauce. No, that's Just that's the okay. cucumber sauce. But the vertical like the, roasting. Uh, yeah, on the spits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what the what the word is though. Um, but anyway, it brought it it like cooks it till it's like nice and crispy, and then they slice it off fresh and uh, yeah. and wrap up your gyro for you. And it, I mean, it just has a it's a pretty standard gyro, just you know the flatbread, the tzatziki sauce, the cucumbers, onions, tomato, um, the whole the whole nine there. But really delicious stuff. Also, they have great falafel. So. Dude, a, a good cool. euro is is like top of the top, always good. Yeah. Yeah. So, Alan, are you you're saying that your favorite euro is from a restaurant that's not <laughs> Subhouse, bro? Is that what you're saying, dude? Because Subhouse yeah. makes a hella good euro. Hey, I'm sorry, I have to go across the street for a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Subhouse does make a no. Great I euro. don't need my baseball bat. Um. It's fine. <laughs> get the get the baseball bat. Let's get him. I'm not but doing they, hood shit. Just leave me they alone. Don't, they don't specialize in in Mediterranean food, you know. Like, I mean, this and that's what this this place does. Like, it's a it's a quick in and out. Their focus is Mediterranean style food, so you know they make a good gyro. Yeah. Well, they, like you know, they also make good shawarma. Oh, bloodbath I mean, is seething right now, dude. Dude, I'm so not. Uh, no, dude, like Euro, like Euros are great. Like I love them. Like, and I was just about to say, like, I think ours are great, but like, I can't, I would never oh, want to compare it to, I would never compare it to somebody who does the actual, like, 
know, lamb, like actual lamb on a spick, you know, turning and cutting it, you know, has, you have to have a license, you have to have a special, special license to do that. Yeah. Um, it looks so super yeah, like, dangerous. Like, oh, that, oh, that's crazy. It's like, it's super authentic. So, I mean, like I would never like argue that at all. And we, in fact, we make our, our tzatziki sauce is not traditional, uh, but no. I think I personally like it more because it's I, got ranch dressing in it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just uh, ranch dressing. Oh, <laughs> uh, like a uh, place Alan goes to probably does it like traditionally it's with yogurt uh, right. and cucumber. We do it with sour cream and cucumber. So still um, delicious. Oh, man. yeah. yeah, I, yeah I like Euro, Euros are great. I, I, I eat euros mm. the most out of uh, from like more than anything else I ever make at work. I make a euro like more than i make anything else it was yeah, like a really tough call between ass. number two and number one one for me with the euro because euros are just so good um yeah but, euros can, are... but people can get euros wrong like you know and so that's yeah. that's kind of the difference between my number one and my number two like okay. some i mean some, some and get I... euros wrong subhouse does not I mean i advice, uh but... thank you jamie and i uh, will make each other uh euro pizza our way home from work sometimes that's really good yeah, that, that, that sounds awesome yeah that sounds great sounds good um bloodbath what is your number two uh my number two sunhouse cheese <laughs> no <laughs> my, num- <laughs> my number two my number two is a french dip yeah oh yeah nice. so good dude so good specifically uh, Arby's French dip. Uh, Bro, I, I, I know that, that sounds shit. fucked up. I know it sounds fucked up when you're like specifically the Arby's version of this thing, but the Arby's French dip is so good, and their au jus sauce yes. is so good, dude. I'm I'm all on board, bro. Okay, so you know, anytime I'm you know coming home late from work, or I I've got the baby with us, and you know I I got to run through the drive through to get myself something to eat, like you know. McDonald's is hit and miss. Taco Bell's hit and miss. Like Arby's is usually always pretty fucking good. And like my favorite thing to get at Arby's is the French dip. It's so good. The half pound French dip, fair roast beef is on point. And their au sauce is so fucking good. And like, I always kind of feel bad because every time I order it, I know like someone's back there, like trying to figure, like trying to like warm up or heat up the au sauce. <laughs> Someone in the back who's worked at Arby's for like six months and they're like, shit, no one's ever ordered a French dip before. What do I do? <laughs> at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Dude, it's impossible because I go there almost once a week to get just that. So <laughs> yeah, no, dude, like, that shit is awesome. This guy again. Yeah. So what you, what you also guy. do is you take ev- anything else you get from Arby's and dip it in the you because it's also that good. Oh yeah, dude. If I if I eat that French dip, like, and there's still a lot of Arby's left, I just like dump the whole thing of fries in there and just like use a fork yep. and just eat it all up. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. This is why Bloodbath, my best friend, and not you, Alan. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Like <laughs> I'm, I've, I'm pretty glad gone to I've gone to gone to restaurants before uh, and they'll have like a french dip and it's like a thicker cut like roast beef and stuff like that and like it's just it's not the same man like you need that like thin like i have i've also heard that the roast beef is like not even really roast beef i've heard it's like something like way off the wall and like i don't care like that makes it better like it it is in my heart dude i do feel um that foodies or people that you know like to eat and stuff like that you know they kind of get like uppity about 
super processed foods and like, you know, trying to get like oh, authentic, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, the like super processed, like that sandwich is good. And like, it's good because it is garbage and like, it's super processed. And like, that's what gives <laughs> it the flavor. Just like, just like if you, just like if you went to like Speedway <laughs> and like got nachos and that nacho cheese, like that nacho cheese is not cheese by any means, but like, that's, what's fucking good about it. Like, that's what you yeah. want. That's what you're going for. You're specific. Like, you're not really going for cheese. I'm not really going for a French dip. I'm going for like this, like amalgamation of like chemicals that they put together for me. Like, percent all right uh, first of all i've had a like very good like high class french dip sandwich and it was incredible but of all the fast food restaurants that are not in korea like i have easy access to mcdonald's burger king and subway basically where i live i miss arby's the most like i would I would probably like scream like a little girl if I read the news that they're opening an Arby's in my town. Like I fucking love Arby's. I agree with everything you said. Like I am not, I don't have any delusions about like what I'm eating when I go to Arby's. I know exactly Correct. what I'm getting myself into Arby's rules. Arby's does rule. And it's really weird how bad of a rap it gets. I remember there was an episode of the Simpsons where like, for some reason they didn't have food. And uh, one of uh, like Bart was like, ah, oh, I'm so hungry. I could eat an elephant. And like Marge was like, ah, oh, I'm so hungry. I could eat at Arby's And the whole family was just like, oh, Jesus, you are hungry. <laughs> I never understood that because when I was growing up, my mom's go-to fast food restaurant was Arby's. Like I, I literally grew up on five for five. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yes. uh, but but I, and, and going back to it, the ajou sauce, the re, what separates it from all the other ones is Arby's is like, we're just going to put hella salt in this motherfucker. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and nobody, everybody else is like, no, real ajou only has like a pinch of salt. And I'm like, sorry, yeah. dog, you're going to have to give me that whole shaker. That's what Arby's, I want. Baby. Arby's ajou is like shelf stable for like several years. <sighs> Dude, like, that, that, <laughs> you, you know what survives an atomic explosion, Dave? cockroaches yeah. and arby's ajou and that's it man <laughs> yep i heard that arby's ajou actually uh was created when a meteor fell on the earth <laughs> in 2011 hey, hey that's the that's the best callback we've had so far uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is an Allen. It's just salt and like mop water but good callback dude but it's 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 magical salt and mop water yeah. Yeah, I'll drink it. Um, all right. Jamie, what is your number two? Uh, so my number two, and I feel really bad about this because I cannot remember the name of the food truck that I got it off of. Uh, me and jo me and Bloodbath went to... Um, we went to <laughs> did I fuck that up? I <laughs> no, just, it's very funny that his no, wife keep, keep is going, like, no, no, going. I can't call him Josh. <laughs> I'm going to beep his real name. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let me take a step. <laughs> Do you want me to honestly take a step back and edit no, it no, out? No, go, go. Okay, no. okay. Anyway, we went to a, a music festival in Chicago. It was Riot Fest. It was a few years back, and there was a food truck out there that did like kind of like really hipstery, like different ingredient, like grilled cheeses and. um 
grilled cheeses. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I had this one that was a Caprizi grilled cheese sandwich and it was so good. Like it was literally my favorite thing ever. It was just basically like giant pieces of Texas toast, mozzarella, tomato, spinach, basil. They uh, melted that up and then just drizzled uh, balsamic glaze on top and man it was so banging it was like literally my favorite thing i had that whole trip that sounds great yeah that sounds it like was. the best sandwich ever grilled cheese is such like a is such like a blank slate to just make like the best fucking sandwich ever just start with grilled cheese and add stuff it's mm-hmm. probably going to be great there's like a restaurant in Dayton called Melt that like yeah. <laughs> all they do is like specialized grilled cheese. Like I was floating a couple and they have one that's like a it's called like a South Korean BBQ where they put like kimchi and shit like on the grilled cheese. And it's yeah. fucking incredible, dude. By the way, uh, let us continue without mentioning Jamie's Italian pronunciation and just make fun of Bloodbath's French pronunciation some more. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it it's, makes a lot of sense why you guys are married. You're both bad at like saying things that aren't in English. Uh, but I still make Jamie the winner. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. And Jamie, well, not enough hand gestures when you said the word. Yeah, yeah. You got to like put your thumb to your middle finger and put it out in front of you a whole bunch of times. <laughs> like gestures so violently that bloodbath has to like dive out of the way correct <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh ow. just pinch my nipple guys uh, all right you guys can come over now i uh i will concur <laughs> i will concur that uh i think i had a i definitely had a bite of her sandwich at that festival and it is fantastic um uh, that was uh, I think it was like the first day that we were there. So like it was cold. It started, it was in September and it actually started snowing toward the end, like a light snow toward the end of the uh, day. And uh, that sandwich might've been like the best thing that I put on my stomach. Uh, I like the, like we got a authentic Chicago, like deep dish pizza. And like, we went to this really cool restaurant and uh, got like a really nice breakfast. Uh, that's grilled that grilled cheese is still probably like the highlight of all the food that i ate that weekend um it was legit i mean the whole truck was just grown up grilled cheese like yeah it was really good i i that might have been what it was called i don't know i feel like it was called like grown up grilled cheese or that is not at all oh it was was, it grilled cheese is in the title grown up grilled cheese is a great name it wasn't gonna be called taco Man, just like start with a grilled cheese, find whatever ingredients you think taste good, throw it in there. It's going to be incredible. So I also would get grilled cheese at the OU dining hall and put a piece of fish in on the grilled cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I gained like 80 pounds in college. (laughs) Dude. Between, Look, between guys, your, there goes that fish guy again. Between, yeah, between your fish <laughs> Frankenstein sandwiches and my PJ's excursions. Yeah, we could have fed Ethiopia. The <laughs> OU administration just knows Aaron by his fish-eating habits. Yeah. <laughs> they oh, still, the, the, people, the people that work at the dining hall still talk about Aaron to this day. <laughs> you remember that guy that used to like put pieces of fish in his uh in his like chicken noodle soup they're you know like no I, no i'm a freshman but i've heard the stories 
it's a it's a legend that's passed it's like each time the legend is passed down between like incoming freshmen at at ou uh like the legend gets distorted even more and more so they're like hey you remember that you remember that fish man that used to get the reuben all the time you remember that guy that ate that whole refrigerator (laughs) <laughs> there, were, there were those film students that did a documentary on it so it's been it's been yeah. recorded for perpetuity yeah Ang- it won a, Angle- it won best documentary at sundance <laughs> angle son <laughs> speaking of that i do just want to say real quick has like you know me and jamie work in the industry uh so, like Ooh. there are like people that come in and order like just the most bizarre sandwiches in combinations I've oh, ever yeah. heard of them. Give my us life. a couple. Um, well, the one that's really popular, um, I know you've, I know you do make it in Troy, but I, I feel I make, I make two a day in Huber, no matter what's going on. People get turkey, like a turkey sub, and they want to add pepperoni to it. Um, yeah, that yeah. sounds hella good. I do that at home. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Sounds good. I mean, it, it, it doesn't taste bad. It's just like, that's just not a combination. I feel is like super, like, uh, like, I don't know. That just seems like unusual for sure. I thought you were going to tell, like, I thought you were going to tell like weird sandwich stories. Like the guy that I got one for you. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Jamie. Go ahead, Jamie. So we have a regular that comes in and I love him to death. He is literally the sweetest person in the world, but for whatever reason, for like a two month period, he would order our chicken Euro and then, because we also have a uh, chicken pecan salad, he would get the chicken gyro, which came with tzatziki, onions, lettuce, tomato, and then he would add craisins, pecans to it, <laughs> and banana peppers. That like, legit sounds awesome to me. It was the, it was awful. Like I like felt awful putting it together, and I was like, I'm really like making this and sending this out to a human being to consume right now, like. <laughs> I'll tell you, I watched him. I'm all, I'm all on board outside of the craisins. You know, I think the the craisins are a part of it. I'm sure the craisins are a big part of what Jamie's conflicted about this. I'm surprised the house has craisins. Looking at like the color of craisins next to the color of banana peppers, like it Mm. just doesn't compute in my brain. Like, (laughs) well, like, let alone all that, like, Put nuts on a sandwich. Yeah, that's oh, true. I mean, like, that, that's what about, like, like chicken, chicken salad. salad is, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like this isn't a chicken because... salad sandwich. This is a chicken gyro. Yeah. It's a hot sandwich with tzatziki sauce. Yes. And shit. It's <laughs> a hot sandwich with nuts on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna order that next time I come in. I wanna try that. Jamie, I'm gonna I'm gonna call Subhouse and I'll be like, hey Jamie, tell me this. They're like, this is this is the subhouse in Indiana. After your number two pick, I will personally make sure I take care of every sandwich you order from me. <laughs> yeah, as long, as long as it's not that Philly cheese, girl. I remember Bloodbath <laughs> telling me about, like in high school, about a guy that used to come into Subhouse and just order like like two whole like toasted sub rolls and a cup of mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was legit. We have, yeah, a person get, that our, that. we have a person that gets our cheese sub, but they don't get the cheese on it. They ask for it without the cheese and then ask for like extra, extra lettuce and then all the rest of the works on it. So it's just basically like a salad on a bun. Huh. Okay. 
I mean, do you that guys gross. do you guys not have a veggie sub on your menu? Do people have they to do? No, they and do. They're not. That's not what they order. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I right. tried with this person. This is gonna cost you fifty you know, extra dollars with the way you're. There yeah. was also this okay. other guy because we have that veggie sub that's supposed to be onions, banana peppers, green pepper, and mushrooms, but they would literally only get onions grilled up on the bun. At least that they just got an onion sandwich. Yeah, that also grilled. Just a grilled onion sandwich, and I'm like, yes. I feel so sorry for your wife when you go home because that is the stankiest ass house. That's adorable that you think whoever's eating that has a wife, Jamie. He <laughs> was our neighbor. Yeah, he was, he our, was, our, he was neighbor. our neighbor. He was our neighbor. I met her. She was a very sweet lady. Yeah, they're both she very nice She gave me people. like a little like, it's like a thing to keep like your rings in, but it's like two seashells that like close up. Like she was just like, I saw this and thought of you. And I was like, your husband no. smells bad. Yeah, smells she like gave you that. For some reason. She gave you, should you that. Give, so that you should you give her a toothbrush in return. Yeah. I guess it was a little weird when I opened it and there was like a little note that said help me, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were visioning that joke. Very funny. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to move us into number ones now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to talk about seashells more. Hey everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink, the one that makes this podcast possible. That's right, we're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones, and we record super late at night for the for most of us actually, and coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single-origin coffee beans that are air-roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties, or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners. 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. The charity for May 2021 is Dress for Success Cincinnati. So your purchase of your coffee is going to help uh, women in need in the Cincinnati area get professional clothes and get a support network and all that good stuff. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram. And check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right. Back to those number ones. My number one is, uh, this is a specific sandwich. Um, you guys like the topic of sandwiches. I feel like a lot of people have had 
a sandwich in their life when they first like tasted it they had to like they like sat back in their chair or something and they're like oh shit like this changes how i feel about sandwiches like i didn't know this was possible so it's like when people find religion it is it's it is i mean sandwiches are a type of religion uh i think we're getting to that through this uh (laughs) we've proved that yeah yeah uh so my number one is from a uh a restaurant in seoul um that makes moroccan sandwiches it's called casablanca sandwichery um and my favorite one there is a like ground spiced lamb on like a french roll and it's got this lamb spicy lamb lettuce tomato it's got these like spiced fried mashed potato balls in it oh mayo and like spicy moroccan uh like harissa sauce on it you guys like people who don't live in korea may not understand but like when i first moved to korea like six years ago it was really hard to find a good sandwich like our concept of what a good sandwich is so like one of my friends discovered this place and like came to work like on Monday and was like, like everyone shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. We got to go get this sandwich. Like, just come with me. Don't ask any questions. Like we're going on Saturday. We're going to get this sandwich. Call uh, off work. Yeah. Uh, this, I swear like this, uh, this guy, Pete that I used to work with um, came in just fucking like selling this sandwich hard, like all week long. And we went and got it and it just blew my fucking head open and it takes it takes from door to door an hour probably to get to this place and i've gone probably 35 50 (laughs) times in the last uh six years 35 sandwiches (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean like no joke this is in a this is in a neighborhood that has a lot of foreign food in seoul um this like the spot if you want the best food from x country you go to this neighborhood but i can't go to any of these other restaurants because i love this sandwich so much like there's so many deserving restaurants there i'm just like i need that moroccan sandwich i need it it's the best (laughs) so that's my number one is a moroccan by uh lamb chili sandwich from casablanca um people who've been to korea to visit me or people that live in korea if you know, you know. That's all I'll say. <laughs> it sounds good. That definitely sounds good. It sounds when you describe it too, like when you describe the restaurant, it sounds uh sort of like where I'm gonna go with my number one in, in terms of like there's there's probably so many like things to choose from, but like you almost like it's almost like you're mad at yourself because like you can't from like this one thing that you love so much like man the rest of this like menu is like off the hook but like i can't try any of it because i i cannot walk in this place without getting this sandwich yeah actually this place pretty much only sells sandwiches they have like five different kinds and they sell shakshukas too but it's it's more like this neighborhood has like what's it what what is that what a shakshuka? Sh- shakshuka. What is that? Yeah, people sometimes people call it eggs in hell. It's like eggs that are like uh uh fuck, what's the word? Cooked in a tomato sauce, like kind of poached in a tomato sauce, like a spiced tomato sauce. It's really, really good. Um but the issue is this neighborhood has like 50 really good restaurants from like every country's cuisine. 
but I can't go to any of those other restaurants because I just want this sandwich. <laughs> They're oh. like outside begging you to come into their restaurant, and you're like, yeah, no, please. ma'am. Please come try like <laughs> come try the the greatest like food that Belgium has to offer. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. I want that. <laughs> no, no, sandwich. no, Doctor <laughs> Evil from Belgium, dude. I don't want no part yeah. of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Moroccan sandwich. That's my number one. Nice. Um, Aaron, what's your number one? All right, my number one kind of uh, likens back to uh, Dave's uh, number three, which is something that is uh, pretty much specific to uh, the town I went to uh, college in, in uh, Athens. And that is, uh, my number one is the Bagel Street Deli's uh, sandwich, a Flaming Mo. So uh, the thing about the Bagel Street Deli is every single one of their sandwiches comes on um, a bagel, right? Uh, and I'm a huge, huge fan of bagel sandwiches, but not of bagels by themselves. Uh, so this restaurant, they basically take like a pop culture references um, and they like name sandwiches like after different people. Like they have a Larry David sandwich. They have one called the Kevorkian. Um, they have a big fat Greek sandwich. But the Flame and Mo, which is a Simpsons reference, is by far my favorite. So it's an everything bagel. Uh, it has turkey, spicy cream cheese, provolone, onions, and banana peppers. And it is absolutely fucking amazing. Um, I probably tried like they, they, they have like a hundred different sandwiches, but I probably tried three or four. Then I tried the Flaming Mo, and I never got anything different. So I went to Athens a couple of months ago, um, and I couldn't really spend a lot of time in the town. Like, I had to pick and choose. I'm like, what do I do? Do I go back to the old building I used to do comedy skits in, you know, relive that part of my life? Do I go to the old English building where I used to learn and educate myself and theorize? <laughs> Or do I go to Bagel Street Deli? And so I chose Bagel Street Deli like right <laughs> off rib. I went in there. I ordered three Flaming Mo's and I took them back to the cabin <laughs> that me and my family were staying at. Uh, and I, I, I put them in the fridge. And when I came when I went there the next day to get it out, there was half a Flaming Mo in there. And it was the most like I, I, I've gone through heartbreak and, you know, like uh, <laughs> I've gone through loss. You know what I mean? I've, I've gone through a lot of things in my life, but seeing my three flaming Mo's turn into a half a flaming bow was worse than anything I'd ever experienced. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to go on any farther than that. Like I said, it's just, it's just, you know, if anybody's listening from Athens, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I used to go there, like me and Luke would go there, like after class, like literally like four times a week. And I would, I would just get the flaming Mo every time. Um, but what I will say is I love cream cheese. Spicy cream cheese is the fucking shit on an everything bagel with Turkey. Uh, I didn't usually get banana peppers. I'd usually replace them with mushrooms, but it was the best thing ever. Plus the Simpsons reference flaming Mo bagel street deli. Number one. Dude. It's awesome. Nice. This is a, a little preview of our listener responses, but, People fucking love everything bagels. Yeah, of course they do, mm -hmm. man. And like, I hate how like when 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 I tell somebody like oh, I really like bagels with cream cheese or I really like bagels with like whatever, they're like, you know, bagels are like the worst thing in the world for you. I'm like, no, they're not. Meth is. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck are you like? I like how it's just like 
Listen, dude, I, I have somebody in my family who's addicted to heroin, but you really got to like cut bagels out of your diet. Yeah. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, fuck you <laughs> so hard, dude. Like, it's bread. Are they saying cut bagels yeah. out of your diet, or are they talking about your bagel bite obsession? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's first off, bloodbath, don't get too excited, all right? Chill out, <laughs> chill, chill out dude. Uh, I think a lot of people, like, for some reason, as much hate as I get from this podcast, uh, actually <laughs> care about my well-being and don't want me to die, and they see the lifestyle that I'm living, and they're like, you probably cut out bagels. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, all right, whatever, dog. Like, as I'm smoking three cigarettes at one time, I'm like, okay, if you, if you say so. Like, I don't know. But yeah, the bagel sandwich, fucking awesome. There are six sandwiches from Bagel Street Deli I wanted to put up. They would have all, all of them would have made my top three, but I decided just to pick the one. It's all the same fair. with. It's the same with uh, the five <laughs> yes, sandwiches at Casablanca are all yeah, contenders. Right. They're, um, they're so good. Dude. All right, so the bagel thing, I think I think I know what it is cuz like when we were growing up, I feel like the bagel was like the successful business person's breakfast. It was like marketed like that, like fucking grab a bagel in the morning, go to the office, you know, this is what like this is what fucking CEOs This do. is what successful yeah. businessmen do, yeah. <laughs> but and then there was a big backlash, like people are like, "Oh, you know what? Like eating a bagel with like you know, a cup of cream cheese is, is not good for you, which is it's true. Like it's like doing meth, you. bro. But it like, it went too far. Now it's people are like, fucking dude, you're eating a bagel. Like, do you, what, what is wrong with you? You want to die? Like, <laughs> bro, it, 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 this is a real thing. Like me and Dave, we're, we're not doing a bit here. We're not sticking. No, I literally like, have been eating a bagel at work and had people be like, the, like they're like buying a half gallon of old crow and they're like, you know, that bagel, <laughs> that, that bagel's going to fucking kill you, dog. And, um, yeah. give, me, give me give me four packs of Palm All Reds. I'm like, OK, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, sure, dude. Like thank, we're, thank we're only we're only kind of exaggerating people like people legit think bagels I'm not. Are evil. <laughs> Huh. And they're the best. And, you, you know, if we ever did a top three bagels, the everything bagels can be my number one. Uh, and the fact that they, you know, they got 40 different bagels at this, they got focaccia bagels. They got a bunch of different things here and the everything bagel would, I mean, that's what makes the whole sandwich back to the bread thing, man. Like it really does. So I just want to point out on this trip, Aaron took, he ate like 25 pounds of bagel between his bagel sandwiches (laughs) and his bagel bites. I'm just saying like, I did say, I did not get all the, like, I was planning to eat all three of those Flaming Moe's. Like, my parents are like, oh, we're making tacos. And I know their tacos are fucking trash, right? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to get some. Like, my parents are like, ooh, we're making homemade pizza. I'm like, well, I'm on vacation, so I'm not eating my parents' homemade pizza because I live that life already, and I'm past it. <laughs> I'm an adult. I'm going to eat 120 pizza pizza bagel or bagel bites, and I'm going to eat three Flaming Moe's. Who ate, who ate the Flaming Moe's? Yes. Uh, all the kids, and then they were all like <laughs> about how spicy it was, and I'm like, "Well, that's what you get for eating things you don't know what they are." Because Aaron like, ate all the learn. pizza rolls. Yeah, the or kids were the kids bite. were starving. <laughs> that's right. I was like, "Y'all, y'all, y'all better fish up eighteen bucks for these misinflated bows." I love the ongoing saga of this trip and all the food that Aaron brought with him. I hope it continues <laughs> forever. 
I like how I don't treat myself good food wise in my real life. And then I went on vacation. I was like, you know what, Aaron, you're going to eat whatever you want, even though you also do that all the time. <laughs> As if that's not already how you live. I was like, no, no, I can justify this. Yeah, you can eat three bagel sandwiches in an afternoon in a hot tub, bro. Go ahead. You're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> It does sound good, and I love the fact that it's called a flaming mo. That's that's good for you, buddy. And they have another one called the tomaco, which is a uh, tomato uh, bagel, which is very funny too. All right, um, Alan, what is your number one? Uh, my number one is Annie's corned beef Reuben from the Island Cow in Sanibel, Florida. Um, so. This is not your standard Reuben. It's a little bit different. And that's kind of what we were talking about earlier as far as Reubens go, because I'm the same way as Dave. Um, I go to a new restaurant and I see there's a Reuben there. Unless they have a specialty, I'm going to go ahead and get the Reuben because yep, you exactly. get to see some neat stuff. Um, so this Reuben is really good. First off, because it's on sourdough bread, uh, which is a little bit different than you usually see. Um, the other thing is the corned beef is not, uh, is not thinly sliced. It's, uh, thicker cut corned beef, uh, regular sauerkraut instead of Russian dressing. They make their own house thousand dress, thousand Island dressing, um, a little bit sweeter. Um, but still has, they, because of the house dressing, um, they dress it up with peppers and things like that. So it still has a little bit of spice, even though you don't have um, like the horseradish in it with the Russian, a Russian dressing. Um, and then obviously the Swiss. Uh, the other, the big thing about this sandwich, though, is that it comes with just the best sweet potato fries that I've ever had in my life. Um, because I love they sweet some, potato fries, man. Yeah, I mean they're they're spectacular. I mean they're they're fried and not and not baked, which is what you wind up with a lot of the time with sweet potato fries. Um, and they're also like beer battered or something like that, and they give you this delicious honey mustard dip um, that comes with it. And so, just all told, Annie's corned beef Reuben from the Island Cow is number one it's actually fucked up because like i i didn't actually think of rubens uh before this top three and you know both of you talking about it would be like fuck i really like rubens dude dude rubens are, i think rubens of, are great i think of rubens like once a week at least yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like lawyer stuff from like nine to five and then six to nine is all Ruben thought. It's all Ruben time, baby. <laughs> yeah. This uh and this is another preview of our listener responses, but Rubens are like I think Rubens are the winner of the podcast. Other yeah, than the universal They're the Snorlax of this podcast. Yeah. Rubens, I, I mean <laughs> retroactively rubens could be the michael bumpus i mean when we, when we see these listener responses people fucking love rubens they're great i thought that maybe rubens and grilled cheese were going to be michael bumpus in this one but i loved rubens so i didn't say anything like sandwiches there's so much variety in sandwiches and like so much good variety that michael bumpus didn't really pop into my head in yes yeah, uh, that's but, fair 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. I totally agree. Unless a restaurant has like a distinct specialty that I'm going there for, mm-hmm. I'm getting a Reuben to see if this restaurant is worth my time and money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bloodbath. What's your number one? Well, you know, man, we will just bring it full circle. Uh, number one's Reuben. Fuck yeah. Three um, out of four people. I... I kept all my comments because I I'm just going to reiterate with you what you guys said. Uh, if I go to a restaurant and there is a Reuben on the menu, nine out of ten times, I'm just going to try that Reuben. Um, it's, you know, I mean, it's the perfect sandwich. Uh, there's variations and like all of them are good. Uh, you know, the classic just um, corned beef. Uh kraut russian dressing swiss cheese like that's pretty much on rye like you guys said the bread's very important um mm-hmm. but i will say um at zingers has the best rubens out of anywhere i've ever like tried uh, they have like 25 different variations um, they do my favorite is big bob's belly uh, balancer it is corn <laughs> It's corned beef, uh, <laughs> corned beef, pastrami, coleslaw, creamy coleslaw, and Russian and Rus- a Russian dressing. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, dude. Like a lot of people do uh, Rubens with coleslaw instead of sauerkraut. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, I I totally agree with that. Uh, a lot of people do Rubens with turkey instead of the uh, corned beef or pastrami. Uh, yeah, that's all right. I don't think it's quite the same. Like that. That's a little. Um, different uh i've tried i've made ribbons at home a few times um yeah. i even tried one on the menu at sub house uh here's the thing you have to brine the corned beef yeah and yeah. one thing i found out you can do is you can brine it in soy sauce and then you can mm-hmm. instead of using sauerkraut you can use kimchi so you can make like an asian ribbon which is yeah that's that huh. sounds like the that sounds be like right the back. best version of a i have a fridge i have a fridge full of like amazing homemade kimchi from like hua's grandma i gotta yeah i'll be right back guys i'll be back in 16 yeah. to 19 <laughs> hours I haven't even thought about generational Korean recipes before. Like you're living a life I don't understand. And I'm very much envious. Of it. Nicely, <laughs> nicely done, dude. Um, um, but yeah, dude. And, and I agree. Like I was blown away how many like Rubens came up on. The, Cause like, honestly, like I really didn't think um, they were like super popular. Like I didn't think people really liked them, especially cause like a lot of people don't like sauerkraut. So I thought they were like sort of a specialty. Shout out to Arby's. They have a great Ruben too. Uh, yes, they on, do. Like, how, how well no, they, they, they totally do, man. Shout Friend out of the to show, Penn Arby's. Station. Penn Station yeah. also has a pretty good Reuben. Yeah, shout out to Bromley Hall at Ohio University, dude. Hella good. <laughs> and uh, shout out, dude. once again, shout out to Katzinger's Deli in Columbus, Ohio. Fucking incredible yeah. sandwiches. Um, Jamie has talked me into getting the Reuben from Penn Station a couple of times. Um, it's okay. Uh, but I oh have, my god, he's so he's bad. Just, dude, oh my god, let me let me finish my dude. Let me finish my statement. Can I finish? Please, can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's fine. It's a good Reuben. I just several times I've ordered it. Like the sauerkraut's gone bad. 
That was my oh my god, light. you are you are so mad, dude. This isn't getting annoying to me now. <laughs> okay, I'm finished now. <laughs> so yeah, Ruben number three. Before we move on, I just want to say uh, I prefer a Ruben with sauerkraut, but I fu- I do love putting coleslaw on sandwiches. I, I yeah, same dude. Like uh, like oh no, no I'm not gonna like a pulled anything, pork sandwich pulled with pork. coleslaw on it. Or, or yeah, fish, uh, a fish sandwich. <laughs> A pulled no, pork sandwich up. with a like with a, with a fish fillet on it. <laughs> like like first off, that sounds great. I'm just saying, like two a, fish fillets for the bread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, the Jamie's KFC the money man. Down. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, uh, Jamie, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is a BLT. It's like literally my favorite sandwich it's my go-to when i've had too much to drink and i come home and i'm like i gotta make something that's what i throw down it's love it i personally like to throw avocado on it and i'll just fry up an egg and make sure that that yolk is still a little bit runny it just gets right through there hell fucking yeah dude nice yeah it's my go-to a blt that's like homemade with Good bread, like fresh tomatoes, and like good, good mayo is fucking fantastic. It's yeah. so good. When I was a uh, little kid, my mom, my my mom loves lettuce and tomato, but like I pretty much don't get lettuce and tomato on fucking anything. Uh, but her like go to thing is she was like, "I'm a good cook. I'm making BLTs tonight," uh, and I would just be like, "Can I just get a BLT minus the LT?" So it would just be like a bacon mayonnaise and toast sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and two fish fillets and some sauteed mushrooms. Dave, this wasn't broccoli just, Stop it. I'm going to go eat some bagel bites while you warm that up, Mom. Thanks. I, I'll put the bagel bites on the BLT, but no LT, Mother. <laughs> That's what the B stands for. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah right. the point was, is now, now I eat them with lettuce and tomato, and I, I, I think they're fucking great. Like, if I go to a fast food joint and they got a BLT, like, I'll, I'll eat it. Aaron's such a big boy. I don't order big BLTs boy at restaurants because I can make a pretty good one at home. <laughs> yeah, unless I'm I very hear... bad at cooking bacon. <laughs> there's a there's a place in Seoul that like got a reputation for having a BLT that will like give you a boner. So I I got it there. But other than that, um, how was the boner? I mean, it was good, nice and full. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Hell fucking yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, uh, BLTs are something that I'd prefer to make at home if I've got some good bread and stuff like that. And it's just so easy too. Like, yeah, literally anybody right. can do it. And... You ever make your own mayonnaise? I never made my own mayonnaise, but we have done like just like taking mayonnaise and then adding like sriracha or basically jazzing up some mayonnaise. Like, yeah, a couple, I think that's the next like step on meal- my. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I think that's the next step on my like path to being like just a straight up old man is like making my own mayonnaise. Here, check this out. It costs three times as much as the stuff from the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's four times as bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure it'll taste better than the stuff from the store. But I'm it'll only be soon. it'll only be good for like two days. Yeah. Mayonnaise Dave party. just keeps it in aluminum foil. He's like, no, no, no I got some mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carry it around with me. 
I'm the guy that carries his own condiments around. <laughs> I no joke. I read a I read a burger review on a, a soul like food group I'm in, and some guy was some guy was like, I brought my own mustard because I was worried they wouldn't have it there. He's <laughs> just got a picture of this bottle of mustard he carried, <laughs> and I was like, this guy's my fucking hero. Love it. This guy knows what's up. He knows what he likes. He's here for Yelp, dude. Uh, yeah, Keep good a call on the field. In my purse. Um, all right, let's move this into honorable mentions, y'all. Um, I have two honorable mentions because sandwiches, I can't narrow it down. Uh, my first honorable mention is a Texas tenderloin. Um, every time I go to the fair or every time I go to Subhouse or used to go to Subhouse. Ah, Subhouse has a great tenderloin, man. Fucking love. For those who don't know, a Texas tenderloin is a a fried pork tenderloin, but it's like pounded out, so it's like fucking two feet in diameter. (laughs) It's like a frisbee, (laughs) but it still has like a regular size bun, (laughs) so it's like a super unwieldy sandwich. But uh, I fucking love it. Just so much like surface area to cover in like breading and fry it. It's so good. Um, my other honorable mention is the McGriddle. Um, (laughs) because a list of sandwiches would not be complete without a breakfast sandwich. And I think that the McGriddle is the best fast food breakfast sandwich by a long shot. So those are my honorable mentions. Surprised you didn't have a lot of breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. So when, uh, when, uh, we were in high school, uh, they made this like test that kids in Ohio had to take and we were in the right grade to where like, we didn't really have to take it. Yeah. Uh, so we would get like the, we didn't have to come to school till like 10 AM. And so me and Dave would get up at the right time to go to school and we would just go to McDonald's. I, I think every day of that week and we would just see who could eat the most McGriddles. <laughs> just pound McGriddles down. <laughs> yeah. Like we would just go there and just eat McGriddles oh, and I like go no. to school and be like, man, I hate that I have gym, gym second <laughs> yeah. period, dude. Yeah, we, we, we would. And, and we'd be like invite people. Class like, at 11 a.m. just like, man, I don't feel so good. Why did we do this four days in a row? <laughs> because we young and virile. But yeah, no. So it didn't, it, it's not my honorable mention, but like me and Dave used to just fuck and put McGriddles away, dude. Yeah, I still love it, uh, even though I don't eat them anymore. Still, still worthy of an honorable mention. Uh, Aaron, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention is going to be a Monte Cristo. I uh, I think they're fucking incredible. Uh, they're basically just a funnel cake sandwich, which is uh, <laughs> the best thing ever. Um, I I a lot of places don't do the like uh, what you guys say about Rubens. I say about Monte Cristos. Like if I go into a restaurant and Monte Cristos on the menu, like I gotta know. Uh, what's that? Lincoln Square in Troy makes a really, really, really good Monte Cristo. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I like the sweetness to it. Um, like, and the way it pulls itself together with everything else. So honorable mention, Monte Cristo. Good call. Alan, what's yours? Solid. Uh, mine's a BLT and I actually, I'm going to make one tomorrow morning and I'm going to put an egg on it, Jamie. It's going to be delicious. I got a feeling. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, you won't be sad. Oh, no, I'm not going to be sad one bit about it. <laughs> Alan's not going to be wearing pants. Nope. <laughs> no, nope, but Saturday, man. Saturday's robe day. Sweet oh, Lady yeah. Liberty. Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honor, 
my honorable mention is a shrimp po' boy, uh, specifically from the screen door in Portland, Oregon. Um, traditionally, it's just it's some fried shrimp uh, and some lettuce and tomato and mayonnaise on a liberal. Don't forget uh, the remoulade. Yeah, come yeah. on, Beth. <laughs> Oh, no, some people po boy is something I floated around, man. Like those, uh, they're fucking awesome. Po boys, yeah. Legit. I had a a real good po boy at the North Market in Columbus. That place is so cool, man. Um, Jamie, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention is a fish sandwich, but like you know, not like the frozen triangle fish. Like, I mean, legit, like you went and caught some fish, went out on mm. a fishing trip and breaded it up yourself, you know, because that's when it's like perfect crispy. Just some lettuce and mayonnaise on it. You're good. Nice. Oh, yeah. Like, a, uh, like, uh, like a, some like catfish or walleye yeah. or something like that. Fantastic. Exactly. All right. Let's get into our listener responses. And uh, this episode, we set a personal record for most listener responses. Uh, turns hey! out like to, uh, to nobody's surprise, people fucking love sandwiches. So <laughs> this one's for the listeners. I will get started with Tyler. His number three is a Philly cheesesteak. His number two is a shrimp and oyster po' boy. And his number one is a muffaletta. A muffaletta is fantastic. I I forgot about it, but it's just like God's gift to sandwich world. What what is it? I don't know what that is. What is that? It's like a, a specialty in like New Orleans. Um, and there's like this one famous restaurant that makes it uh, Cafe Du Monde, I think. Yep, that, that, that's and, the one in New Orleans that makes like everything awesome. Yeah, and it's like a it's there's some like cold cuts on it, but it's got this like pepper and olive salad on top of it that gives it like this really really amazing flavor. I remember my dad ordered that like like a jar of that to have shipped to our house when we were kids because he wanted that sandwich so bad. <laughs> I almost forgot that there are things in New Orleans that aren't disappointing. All right, so next <laughs> up on our list is Ty. Uh, his number three is a Reuben. His number two is an Italian beef dipped avi. Uh, his number one is a hot pastrami sandwich. And his honorable mention is pulled pork. All fucking yeah. great. That Italian beef in Chicago is, is so good. Love it. Next up, we have Chad, whose number three is a grilled cheese. His number two is a Cuban, which was real close to making my list. And number one is a Reuben, which did make my list. Good Sammy's. I actually thought it was weird nobody said a Cuban. That was like the hardest thing I couldn't put on my list, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was a like close right cut there. from mine. All right, Alex. Number three, a BLT. Number two, corned beef. The only sandwich that has been in space, apparently. Huh. And number one... <laughs> One a sloppy Joe, which uh, is a nice uh, workaround to a cheeseburger, I think. So, I do like Good a sloppy call. Joe. Bloodbath is mad about sandwiches all the time, dude. Sloppy Joe is one <laughs> that I thought for sure people would say more of. 
Uh, Sarah, her number three is a pulled pork. Sorry, I already messed that up. Pulled chicken with coleslaw. Number two is a chicken salad. And number one is a grilled cheese with tomato and Swiss. Good call. Good Solid. Girl. And nice uh, nice workaround with our no chicken sandwich rule. I think those count. I agree. Um, yeah, I was going to put chicken salad on there. Yeah. Like, if we're being honest, chicken or tuna salad is, like, what I most commonly make at home. It's just not not making my list. But I do and love do them. A chi- do a tuna salad, but mix it with chipotle mayonnaise. Mm. You, it's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, next up is Ryan. His number three is a grilled cheese that takes one and a half hours to make at 3 a.m. His now wife used to like drunkenly make grilled cheese and it would like legit take fucking forever when we were real drunk. Maybe it only took 15 <laughs> minutes and we were just super drunk. But she made uh, it on the radiator. His. Uh, <laughs> His number two is just an Italian sandwich with salami, pepperoni, and capicola. And his number one is a Reuben, specifically Slimans in Cleveland. Honorable mention to a Cuban. All right. Next we have Hua. Uh, Her number three is egg salad, which is fucking delicious. Uh, Her number two is Isaac. Yeah, me too, man. Her number two is Isaac toast slash street toast. And her number one is a Casablanca spiced shrimp. That's the wife Moroccan has good sandwich. taste. Yeah, dude, uh, she's got a good taste, man. I don't know why she married you. Yeah, I know, man. This is still a mystery. Uh, for those that don't know, Isaac toast, uh, the street toast, is like you take like shitty white bread and make like basically like an egg, like a breakfast sandwich. But it's like street food in Korea. It costs like a dollar. Um, get it like just quick to go street food it's real good hella good egg sandwich yeah that sounds yeah. great um next up we have christopher whose number three is a philly cheesesteak number two is another cuban and number one is jersey mike's italian mike's way no tomato honorable mention french dip jersey mike's is awesome I never got into Jersey Mike's. I was just like, why would I go there when I could go to Penn Station? Yeah, true. Uh, Jersey Mike's is because uh, Penn Station doesn't do cold sandwiches. Jersey Mike's does. Fair enough. I mean, why would I go to either of those places when I could go to Submarine House, conveniently located <laughs> in Troy and Cooper Heights, Ohio? <laughs> I could go to Bromley Hall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Mo. Number three, bacon, egg, and cheese on everything bagel. Number two, Al's Italian beef with cheese and peppers dipped. Number one, the Batelli from Goose, <laughs> the, Goose the Market in, in Indianapolis. It's Capicola, Copa, Saprista, Cologne, I don't know. All these are made of words. <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, I'm glad Bloodbath got this one. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Megan, her number three is a club. Number two is a Reuben. And number one is a Cuban. Yeah, Cubans are girl. so fucking good. Uh, next up is Paul. His number three is a sausage, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. 
Number two is a Mendocino Farms not-so-fried chicken sandwich. Uh, Mendocino Farms is, like, incredible food out in, like, the L.A., Southern California area. And his number one is a homemade BLTA, and I'm going to assume that's a BLT with avocado. I was thinking ass. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is from the Tripod Tripod Podcast Crew. Uh, their number three is a full Irish sandwich, which is a full Irish breakfast put into a sandwich, sausage, bacon, eggs, black and white pudding. It's really weird. I thought a full Irish breakfast was just Tullamore and four cigarettes. Uh, their, <laughs> their number two is a ham and cheese. And their number one is a crisp sandwich, which is cheese and onion crisps, butter and bread. That sounds horrific. No, dude, that sounds great. We're learning a lot about Irish culture here right now. But I'm like very that, that was cool. I didn't make a both single, of those. Uh, I thought for sure I'd pronounce breakfast wrong, but I didn't. Good for me. <laughs> both of those sound good. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Jake, whose number three is a solid tuna salad croissant sandwich. First off, croissant underrated bread for a sandwich. So good. Right. Uh, number two, bologna with American cheese, mayo, yellow mustard, and potato chips between white bread. It's a solid sandwich. Bologna, uh, number belongs, one. With, bologna Sorry, belongs with shitty cheese and shitty bread, in my opinion. Don't put that and shit on And worse the nice better. Bread. Nope. And potato chips, man. You know, I yeah. think that that's a, that's yeah, a great sandwich. Solid. You, throw, you throw pickles on that thing, and that's, like, pretty great. Um, Jake knows what's up. Yeah, Jake, not too bad. And number one, the Reuben. Jake knows what's up. Jake. All right, Abby. LT with egg. Yes. Any Permonte uh, Brothers sandwich. And number one, Reuben. So real quick, so there's a Permonte Brothers sandwich called the Roethlisberger that has like tater tots, tater tots and french fries and a burger and sausage. And like a whole bunch of fried eggs and Jesus. mayonnaise. <laughs> it's very funny. The side of hashtag me too. Um, Jess, okay. number three. All right, Jamie. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I had to. Jess, number three, turkey club, no tomato. Number two, pulled pork with pickled red onions. And number one, grilled cheese with bacon and caramelized onions. Honorable mention, breakfast sandwich. I'm so glad that I get to read the next one because Heather is throwing some bullshit at us right now. <laughs> Heather says her number three is a vegetarian hot dog. So, ouch. Ouch. This is exactly what Dave thought Alan's top three would be like. I thought, to me. Because, because I thought Alan, <laughs> Alan's the one who said humans are the most dangerous animal in episode one. So you're, I'm automatically right. like, set this. Alan's going to, yeah. Alan's going to try to use some fucking lawyer speak to tell me a hot dog's a sandwich right now, but Heather did it for him. So thank you, Heather. Um, <laughs> I considered it. Heather's number two redeems her though, because her number two is a Casablanca Moroccan sandwich. And her number one is a Cubano with shrimp. Uh, Heather is vegetarian who will eat shrimp. So <laughs> the regular Cubano is out. But throw some shrimp in there. She's got it. A shrimp cubano sounds Alan. fucking great, dude. All of Alan's pictures can be peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> <laughs>
also considered it. Up next is Nick. We have number three s'mores, which is interesting. I would, I, I you know, I'd count that as a sandwich. Yeah, uh, his it. number. Yeah. yeah, same. Uh, his number two is a classic Cubano, and his number one is a Philly cheese. Solid steak. Uh, next up, we have Craig, uh, whose number three is Jimmy John's JJ Gargantuan. Number two, great sandwich. Which, which, which is the wicked. And number one, my grandpa's packed work lunch sandwich when I was four. Honorable mention, <laughs> cold cut from Wario's Beef and Park and Pork. Wario? Honorable, honorable mention, Kirby. <laughs> There's Kirby. All right, Jim. Jim, B and J, Ruben, and number one, Club. All right, and then we have Rat Boy, number three, a Ruben, number two, BLT and number one Cubano. Okay. So, I mean, just Rubens all around. Um, so thank you everybody for them. again, shattering our listener response record. If you want us to read your top three on an upcoming show, keep your eyes on our social media pages. That's a top three podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll send out the call on Thursdays in the U S and that is going to wrap up our episode, our top three sandwiches. Again, if you would like to support the show, I think the best thing you can do is tell your friends about it. I know people are like, oh, don't tell me about new podcasts, but tell them anyway. Fuck them. Subscribe, <laughs> give us a rating, review, uh, and follow our social media pages uh, so you can stay up to date on what we're doing on upcoming episodes. So thank everybody so much. Um, any closing thoughts, guys? I mean, so many great sandwiches here. Do you guys remember when Bloodbath started the episode by saying, what's up, motherfuckers? It's top three sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying not to laugh about that the whole time. All right, guys. Let's wrap this up. See everybody later. Hey. Bye, guys. Okay, how am I going to just like, how am I going to naturally do this? All right, how's everyone doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. In fact, I had a an, a weird day, if I'm being honest, because uh, at about 12.30 while I was at work this afternoon, I got a phone call from a number I didn't recognize. Uh, I just kind of ignored it, kept going on, and then I got another phone call from a number I didn't recognize, same number. And then I was checking my phone because I had a, an appointment I had to go to today. And as soon as I pulled my phone out, that same number is calling me again. So I just go ahead and answer it. And I hear I hear faintly somebody go, Josh. Complete that part out. Uh, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> can I help you? And and I, you know, they start talking and the phone kind of cuts out. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? And, he's, and it, this is Jim. 
Pesh. And I'm like, oh, all right, Aaron's stepdad. I don't know how you have my phone number. Like, <laughs> right. He's like, it's he's like, it's Aaron's stepdad. I'm like, I know. And like the first, like it was so out of the blue. I have not spoken to your to your stepdad in 12 years. Uh, but he's calling me, and I, the first thing I thought about was like, oh man, Aaron died. Oh no. <laughs> Jim's calling to tell me that like Aaron, Aaron, Aaron has finally had a masturbation related injuries. He has masturbated till he <laughs> over and dies. He's like, he's like, oh, I was, you know, I was giving Aaron a ride to work and we were talking about your podcast. And I was just like, oh man, Jim is going to ask to be on the show. <laughs> which please, would be please. amazing. Which, which is worse than saying that I died. <laughs> and then I was, then I was thinking, then I was thinking that maybe he listened to the last episode and he remembers the story of taking young Aaron to see. <laughs> he wanted to talk hero. last action hero for a minute. <laughs> which I was like, oh, dude, I hope, I hope I can leave work and talk to you about last action hero, Jim. But he was just like, no. We, I said your name and like my phone dialed you by mistake and I was trying to call you back and explain <laughs> that to you. And I was just like, oh, all right. That's funny. He's like, all right, then. Well, take care. I was like, yep, you too, Jim. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we, we should oh, totally, have, we should totally have Jim on here. We should have him on yeah. here. And then he and Bloodbath can do top three methods of shaving your head. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> top three star trek captains 